inside the hospital. You're under arrest oh, okay. for killing a cop. <laughs> All right. So I guess we're starting off strong tonight, right? Uh-huh. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the Dragoon's Lair podcast. I am Daniel the Dragon, the Blue Dragoon himself. With me, as per usual, King Hamster Pellet himself, Mike Schiavo, and our ever favorite co-host, Jimmy. The family man. That's the right. Family man. Which we are family. And I have we gotta jump right in right off the bat, because one of the things I have to ask, because I the, the television cut off at the end of episode three. And we're now three more episodes since have come out of We Are Family yeah. since we recorded the mm-hmm. last episode. So I've got questions. I might ha- I have the answer. I don't yes, I don't know who was the final celebrity for episode 3 because I it cut off cuz it went to a commercial break and football basically Yeah, it took over. Yeah. So they pushed everything back. Oh, you mean uh what do we call it? Uh there's the octagon, the hexagon and the season gone? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Special yeah, that was, <laughs> that was that was good. That was good. <laughs> yep. So now, for episode three, who was the final celebrity? I believe. Oh, that was Jay Farrow. Oh no, you didn't watch that one. I I lost the final few moments, so oh I didn't God. see I the reveal because yeah. on the DVR. So, uh, so you saw the the one of the uh, predictions. Yeah. Shook- yeah, should not. Should really? Well, let's put it Isn't this way. Is he still in prison? <laughs> Dangling well, people over. Well, no, the the latest episode, though, the one that just recently aired, I mean, because th- these have been coming out pretty rapid fire lately. Yeah. yeah. But they went, and the last one, I, I was laughing because, what, what was it? She said somebody, one of them, they guessed somebody who was dead. <laughs> Donna Summer? Yeah. Donna Ge- Summer. Yeah. It's like, what was it? Gary Anthony Daniels' mom was like sitting there, like oh, Anthony. Anthony yeah, Anthony. Yeah, you can tell. Too many people, too many multiple names. Which one question I really have to ask: Did they tell you guys to wear the same clothes every single day? Yes. Yes. Continuity. Not once, but ten days. Ten days. If you want feedback, oh. Feedback yeah. from everybody. Because, but, well, we're, we'll get to that because seriously, I'm like literally looking and I'm like, okay, you're in your red shirt that entire time. Now, he's changed his his clothes a few times. Oh, you mean Pepto? Yeah, Pepto Bismol <laughs> over there. It re- like I that, could not stop that pink that. suit. Really was. Although <laughs> Debbie Gibson. I, I kind of caught that one. I called that one yeah. pretty quick. I got that one. I mean, that was good to show up. Yeah, that was smooth. But it, <laughs> the fact that he was dressed like a Pepto, like please, when Pepto he gets tablet, mocked yeah. by his own almost like adopted sister in a way. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, you, you're done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now it's like, but I'm seeing everybody wearing the same clothes. I see that same Christmas sweater. Or. Uh, it, it, it's the like, damn Christmas sweater. I was like, did they let you guys change your clothes? They kept the chain in a basement <laughs> next to the gimp. Because I'm like, okay, so if it's edited out of order and he's wearing different clothes for different things, you guys all had to wear the same thing? Like, Yeah. 
Oh, God. But we, but listen. you at least have laundry service so yeah, each yes. day you can change it? Oh, okay. No, we went there. I will say this, that in the, in, even under the, as popular, everybody can say what we want, two, three, NDA. Yes. Um, but an NDA we, doesn't stop you from saying that you at least had laundry yeah. services. Had laundry That's service fine, yeah. and <laughs> lunch, lunch and dinner. Good. Yeah. Well, at least they fed you. And, and, and they, ch- and and they, they changed you. Yeah. They changed his diapers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we did that. Yeah. <laughs> well, did you have a fluffer? <laughs> No, no fluffer? No fluffers. No fluffers. Yeah. Right, no fluffers. A little fluffer nutter. A little fluffer nutter. Ah. <laughs> fluffer on the nutters? Yeah. No, so, so now, what's some of the feedback that you've been getting from the show so far? Change your fucking shirt. The, other than that, because I, I'm literally <laughs> thinking that? the same thing. Between my man, special shout out to uh, Tim in Florida who, with his lovely Argyle sweater and his little dance movements. We are making more gifts than everything on that. Which, in all honesty, the like the reactions are really fun, but it's just seeing everyone in the same clothes yeah. over and I over again. Now, I know when things aren't shot in order, but when you were on set, did they say, okay, this is going to be episode three, or they just no. shot it and they just broke it up and did it however they want? They did it however. Now, I'm going to say, we, we see. They're doing it how, however they wanted. Okay. All right. Because no, that was... I'll say that was the last episode that we shot, mm-hmm. and this one up here was around the Thursday before we left, so that was about seven or eight. Okay. All right. So they're going yeah. a little out of order, but they got some pretty... Yeah. Yeah, it's we know like films and TV, regular like scripted TV shows yeah. are shot out of order. Yeah, but you would figure with something like this, okay, this is going to be episode three. Yeah, kind of more of like a structured order. Yeah, because you know we know like when you're doing a TV, a regular TV show where they have to go on locations, yeah. they're they're going to film everything in one day. Yeah. for the location because it's going to be expensive. Mm-hmm. But you guys, it's like you're on a set. Yeah, you're on mm-hmm. a set, and you keep coming back daily. Mm-hmm. In the same shirt. In the same shirt. Same I'm shirt. my poor friend. Please tell me at least you changed your underwear daily. Please. <laughs> For those he, that was a thumbs up, listening folks. to us, he gave yes. an emphatic thumbs up. Yes. A very On emphatic. the video, they'll see it. Yeah. On the video, they'll yes. see it. Exactly. But yeah, no. So what what other feedback have you really gotten from the show so far? It's not bad. We're, doing, we're holding our own. Good. I yeah. mean, we were up against... All right, everybody knows we were up against the Detroit game, yeah. but with the ratings, they started counting the football game at seven o'clock. So we were not in competition with them, which was good. No, no, no wood. No, don't be knocking on the wood too much. Now. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, but we were, went up against two repeats, and we did pretty good for yeah. ourselves and everything. Yeah. We're doing pretty good with the as. Everything nowadays with the Nielsen ratings, the 18 to 49s, we're doing pretty good in holding our own. Yeah, I I will say I did like the preview for the next episode with you all of a sudden out of nowhere. I'll bet Super Bowl tickets on that. I'm like, oh, yeah, uh, uh, of course he would. He would. Yeah. No, 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 no. Well, that and then me and a, one of my other um, competitors, contestants there, a friend of mine, <laughs> We have a little counter offer from Mr. Anderson for that. Yeah, <laughs> and it and it won't go into effect until if he if he agrees because it won't go into effect till let's see let's just say I want night one, mm-hmm. and you know what I mean. Oh yeah, 
I want night one. I don't care about night two because I ne- I got to work the next day, but <laughs> I want night one. Yeah. Well, I mean, so far the show has been really a lot of yeah. fun. There's a lot of like it. I'm kind of guessing on some of them when they came out with the uh, what was it? The football player. I yeah, was, like uh, I, Cam Newton. Yeah, I was like, I don't know who the fuck this is, but I'm not a sports guy, yeah. so yeah. I was like, I'm, I wasn't surprised when I saw like you had figured that one out. But there's others where I'm like, okay, you know what? It, Debbie Gibson was one where I was just like, oh, I'm calling this one early. Like, mm-hmm. it's like there's I got that. That I got. They're, they're pretty good. It was like I love the '80s and stuff. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that's yeah. yeah. At least you don't have these people. At least like they're behind like a scrim. And they're yeah. not like in some stupid, ridiculous costume. But by the way, everybody's enjoying. As you see the globe, you get to see who's in there. Yeah, we didn't get to see that. Yeah. <laughs> well, clearly. So no, we didn't. Well, yeah, only the clues. Well, we yeah, got to see the clues. You got to see the, the clues, clues, but you couldn't at least see the silhouette. So, no. which is why I'm like, how are they guessing a guy when you see some of like? the the silhouette i was like i pretty much called out joe jojo siwa like right off the bat it was like the silhouette and i was like okay i'm like it's like it takes a couple clues but then i'm like all right i think i got this one but you you, you've been you're you're over under on there so far hasn't been so great i know I'm st- listen. I'm staying in the medium. That's all. Yeah. So you're staying yeah in the medium. So now. I know I put on the list of things that we were going to talk about today would be Crisis on Infinite Earths, the new the new Justice League animated movie, but it's digitally available. So I know Mike, you're a little behind because you're waiting for the actual physical copy. Yeah, yeah. me too. You waited. I'm waiting too. All right, I Sorry. Did, I, was, I was looking. I'm like, no, nah, I can't hold. I gotta yeah, wait. I, I I wasn't gonna wait because the DC's animated stuff has actually been really good, mm-hmm. and this one kind of falls in with like the latest batch of what they've been doing. So it it just doesn't feel like a complete movie, but that's also because it's knowing, supposed to be. It's part yeah. one. Yeah, but then if they do what they did with um, the Dark Knight Return the Halloween. Yes, the long Halloween. Yeah. and the Dark Knight Dark Returns. Returns and the, the, the long, long Halloween. They no. released them as part one and part, part two, two, but then afterwards they released them as just one huge film. Yeah, yeah, but that was that was Frank Miller's Dark yeah, Knight. Dark That's one and two. Yeah, but then they released it as yeah, but it wasn't. Film. But it wasn't. That was just part two parts for one. That wasn't the long Halloween. Long Halloween was in mm-hmm. a separate one. That right. was a separate one. We were just using it as an example. Yeah, because they did the same thing with the long Halloween. Yeah. Part, they did part one and two for that, right? Yes. No, it was only one part. No, two. It was only one long one. You got to see the long one. We got to see the two parters. <laughs> that sounds about right. Yep. That's what she said. <laughs> yeah, we're not doing that. Um, <laughs> we have sound effects. Yes, and I got to keep Jimmy away from there, otherwise That's it gets why a little. Over yeah, here. Yep. it's over there. That's why it's also off air. <laughs> I made sure I turned that bu- that button off. So, but yeah, no. So I enjoyed it. I mean, there have been I've seen some criticisms online because Batman's kind of poking fun at himself, really, with the whole Robin thing of it, be, it being irresponsible for him to take in a child. Which is true, right? But it is. It does feel a little weird when Batman's the one saying yeah. it. When Robin, what was it? The first handful of episodes, uh, not even episodes, comics that came out originally, 
Robin may not have been in the first issue, but he was in there by like I think by issue five. Let's find out. Pretty yeah. much. Yeah. So while well, Mike looks that up, but no. So I mean, this movie really is very flash centric for the mo yeah. for the most part. Because and even in the comic, yeah, one of the parts is the Flash. Oh yeah, with the original, and I well, I always remember that. I can tell, like I think they've updated the character designs a little bit from the way the comic was back mm -hmm. then, and like so, some of the designs are a little more different, more modernized. But I like what they did, and they even have like the just the, the what was it the um the villain versions of oh, the, the uh, Justice Lords, the, Justice yeah, Lords. yeah, the Justice Lords. Or what was it? The Crime Syndicate? Crime Syndicate. Crime Syndicate. And Robin appeared, Detective Comics number 38, April 1940. Okay, so 38. Mm -hmm. So, all right. So you figure within the first year? More or less. Oh, God. First year or two? Uh, yeah, he was, year, year and a half. Yeah. yeah, so Robin has been a staple in Batman comics for like forever. But Batman kind of like making a little dig on himself. We all know it's irresponsible, but... It's the pot calling the kettle black. Dude. Yeah. I think it would have been more interesting if it was somebody else saying it, but the fact that Batman saying it did, what did make it just yeah, a little... Yeah, a little tongue-in-cheek, but also keep in mind that is one of the things about the multiverse where each universe is different. Yeah. yeah. Well, the crime sin Flash showing up around the crime syndicate, mm. I was like, oh, God. Although I will say, like, some of the voice acting that they've gotten for this version of the crime syndicate, I actually like James Woods as Owlman from the yes. previous version. So it, it's just one of those things where it's like when you've seen so many of them, there are so many different voice actor portrayals. So I got to kind of ask the question, out of all of the DC animated stuff so far... Who has had the best voice acting character-wise? Not asking for the voice actor themselves, but the character over all the different ones. Who's had? Mm, I'd have to go with Bruce Greenwood as Batman. Okay. You know, I can't like I can say Batman overall has had some of the best acting from them, but then again. I'm also very partial because of Kevin Conroy. Oh, Kevin Conroy Kevin set Conroy. the bar. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but once he stopped doing the role for whatever yeah. reason he did. But I they, wasn't asking about the actor. I'm saying the actual, the DC character who's had like the best voices that they've used for them. Batman. Because he, Kevin yeah. Conroy, yeah. Bruce Greenwood, yeah. um, Jason O'Hara, Jason O'Hara, Mara, Mara, yeah, Although I will, Batter has been playing, and that still cracks me up. Yeah, in a bold. Although I do have to say, like, you know, you, out of everybody that could be like a second, I have to say I got to go with Green Lantern. Okay. Because Nathan Fillion, Nathan Fillion, Nathan Fillion but also John Stewart. Yeah. Having the actual Jon Stewart, like Green Lantern, being voiced by Phil Lamar. Yeah. Phil Lamar, I mean, if you look, if you oh. listen to his voice, it, his range is him. But his range yeah. is amazing, especially because going back, if you actually look, and the talent that he does with the voice work, mm -hmm. he's doing static. So he was Virgil, yep. static, shock. And doing Green Lantern at the same, same time. time in the same episode. Wasn't he also Marvin from Pulp Fiction? Y oh, man. Yes. I shot Marvin in the face. <laughs> yeah, in the back of the car. Yeah. 
That was Man, him. I don't even have an opinion. He, oh, you have to. Yeah, you figure he had all the different characters he did on he Mad, out TV. Mad TV. Mad TV. Yeah, so That's I mean, what got him his gig. And I mean, he was Samurai Jack. So I mean, we can go like just on Phil Lamar alone, his voice work is like an episode we could probably do yeah. on our own. Just, I don't want to go too in depth yeah. on it, but he's really up there. And I mean, I gotta say, like one of the non-major characters from Futurama, the fact that he's part of the group, but not the, the, the yeah. main three. I really got to give him credit. Hermes is a character mm -hmm. that always makes me laugh. Now, the, the I just pulled up the cast list. Now, they don't say who's playing who, but you can figure it out. They have yeah. Jensen Eccles, Batman. obviously Batman. Mm -hmm. Alexandra Daddario, obviously Wonder Woman. Matt Bomer reprising his role as Superman because he did it in yep. well, the city of Man of Tomorrow when he fought Brainiac. I think so. Actually, he's the Flash. Really? Yeah. You're not going to believe who's Superman. Well, we have Stana Kaddick. Don't know who that is. No. Alice Hodge, Hodge which I know from uh, Leverage. Very funny. Okay. Liam McIntyre. Jimmy Simpson. And Harry Shum Jr. Yeah. They, they, listen. Can tell you the rest of them. I'm guessing maybe Alice ha Al Al Aldous Hodge as maybe Hawkman again. Mm. Or maybe even maybe, maybe, maybe if they're doing it. Maybe even uh, Martian Manhunter. Well, that's the thing. It's um, this one. I will say they didn't do Hawkgirl. Okay. They have Vixen. Vixen works. I yeah. Don't mind that. Vixen's there. Like they they hit a lot of the characters, but you get to see the crime syndicate a little more than I would have thought you were going to. Now you've seen the film, correct? Yes. Now, for those of you who don't remember, like you. The original comic book dealt with the Anti-Monitor trying to destroy, bring all the universes together and destroy them. And the Flash wasn't really a focal point of the whole series. Like, he no. died in issue eight. Yeah. He died in eight, Supergirl in seven. Yeah. It was a whole big amalgam of different superheroes. Yep. I feel just with what I've seen is they're making this Flash-centered. Well, it's Flash-centered for the most part. Like, you figure, even regular storytelling, there needs to be a character that is the audience perspective. Okay. And that's pretty much Flash this time around. Because you're seeing it from, a ride, taking that ride with Flash. Okay. So, you do see, like, other universes, but it's not, there. it's an the antimatter wave destroying the universes right a little closer to the way they kind of did it in the berlanti verse okay. for the cw all right where that crisis had the wave they didn't they haven't shown the anti-monitor but they did kind of have the monitor okay so it's one of those things where we know we're getting a part two and i think part two is supposed to be later this year, later this year. yeah now is it which flash is it is it barry allen what, it's West? barry okay barry. so now we all look, like I said, he died in the comic books in issue number eight. Do you think they will kill the Flash in part two to save the universe? Do you think he will? Because in the comic books, he had to destroy the anti-monitor cannon, and he did it by running counterclockwise around it, which basically disintegrated himself, which left the Flash roll open and Wally West took over. Do you think they would do something like that in this film? No. Why not? 
because I've already seen it. So you saw both parts. Part one. Well, I'm asking, do you think in part two the, that will how? I'm asking your opinion. There, no, I will say Barry may not even be a main focus unless it's flashbacks. Okay. It'd be there's there is an entire sequence like, and this is a spoiler warning for anybody who doesn't want to hear. Jump ahead five, like about five minutes, if anything, for this. Just Doug. Yeah, Doug. <laughs> but no. So it's basically at this point, it's Barry and Iris. Mm-hmm. They are working in flash time, so the wave is like frozen. And as like so, it's moving extremely slow as they're trying to build the equipment to stop the antimatter wave. Now you said Iris is in Flashroom. Is she a speedster, or is he just taking her along for the ride? She's along for the ride. Okay. So it's but they're aging, so they're older mm-hmm. while everyone else the stays is the same age. The same, yeah. So you see him as an older man, still wearing the suit, because Amazo plays a big part in this in part two part one part one remember i haven't seen part two it's not out till the end of the year yeah but i thought you said you saw both of them no no i only saw part one because like i said the only one that's out right now it but that's why i said it doesn't feel like a full feature until we're it'll probably feel a lot better the dc animated stuff has always been good but this just it doesn't feel like a full cohesive story right now. Well, that's why they say part one. Yeah, but that's the I I have a little issue when they do stuff like that because you want it to end at it's not an episodic thing. If this was like a weekly series, I'm okay with it, like ending with like a big cliffhanger. Right. But leaving certain things off and it being like, hey, where is everything? Mm-hmm. It kind of bothers me when I got to wait like the rest of the year for it. You know what DC film that did that, that kind of left me annoyed was um, John Constantine House of Mystery. (laughs) Have you seen that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was a good follow up to Justice League Apocalypse War. (coughs) No. Excuse me. I think you're talking about Justice League Dark. No. No, Apocalypse War. Apocalypse yeah. War. That was the one that yeah. brought everything to an end for that current run of the DCEU yeah. or the DC animated universe. Um, Constantine tells Flash, look, to set up because. Yeah, he sends them back at the make, end. Make another Flashpoint. And then in. Constantine's had two movies separately, not including the Justice League Dark one. Right. Yeah. You City have to, of Demons and Dark. Justice League Dark. The one that he did was, uh, it was, it felt like it was more like for the show. Mm-hmm. It felt like it was like more of, it, it didn't end. Right. It really didn't have an ending. Right. And, it, and they, that's what was bothering they, But they never really ended it anyway. Right. What happened at the end of uh, House it of felt, Mystery. It was more, it was more a matter of it felt like it was like the CW when they were doing like the little mini stuff in between for the characters. Right. How we had the one movie for Slade. Mm-hmm. We had or slash Deathstroke. Right. We had the other one that was the little mini one for Vixen. Right. Yeah. So where Flash and Arrow basically make their appearances. Mm-hmm. So there's so much that they were going on. I think they overloaded and never really fully finished. Yeah. The I Constantine mean, one. Well, the way that one ended was he was going to like the big eternal 
You and hear him scream, and that was the end of it. Exactly. So that's the thing. That, I think, was more of like an Elseworld story than anything else. Well, they, they even made reference to... You can make reference to certain things, but if you never finish it, it's not... The, the real question is, you know, and I hate to say it because I'm kind of stealing it from the YouTube channel Toy Galaxy mm-hmm. slash Secret Galaxy, whichever way they want to go with the, the title. But it's like, is it canon? And they always ask the question, is it canon? I think that one is. I don't think it is. And if anyone out there can tell us if it's canon, send us an email at Podcast. All one word, Dragoon is spelled with two O's. That's Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, N- side note, Aldous Hodge is John Stewart. Stewart. I can see him yeah. playing John Stewart. Yeah. Oh, but like I said, you ready? Mm. Darren Chris. Is going to be Superman. Yeah. Well, you got to realize the, the thing is, what was, what it, was it that James Gunn said? He wants everyone who's doing the animated voices to also be able to be the live action versions. And some of these people who they have can be. Yes. Yeah. J- Jensen Ankles definitely is a Batman. Ackles. Ackles definitely is a Batman. You really have that accent that you just need to be slapped. Anyway. Oh. Definitely, he can play Batman. Matt Bomer definitely can play Superman. Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing Alexander Daddario well, is, as one of them. Isn't Matt? Isn't he already cast as Superman for Guns Legacy? No, no, Matt then Bomer. No, he was he was on suit. Then who's? Suits. Yeah, who's playing? Then who's in Superman Legacy for James Gunn? Because he's already released the casting. I know it's Miss Maisel. Well, that, as Lois Lane. That's Lois Lane, but. It's a matter of the casting for Superman. Because like I said, he he made the comment David Corns Cornsweet? Cornsweet? Nicholas Holt is Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor. <laughs> Rachel Nathan Fillion is Guy Gardner. Yeah, okay. Which I would have liked to see him play Hale Jordan, but it, whatever. He fit like this is where some of the casting kind of confuses me because it was always Nathan Fillion gave off the appearance of Hal Jordan. Yes. And Ryan Reynolds could have been Kyle, Kyle Rayner. The because the comic book artist yeah. where it was more creative and coming up with stuff. So that's where I could have seen it if Ryan Reynolds would have been the one playing Kyle Rayner. Which got would have so, been so much better. Yeah. Guy Gardner is this is going to be interesting because anybody who doesn't know the comic book history Guy Gardner's kind of been the dick of the entire Green Lantern Corps. Mm -hmm. Most people can't stand. And he went through, he was started off as a Green Lantern, then he became Warrior. He had some kind of weird thing. Then he got his Green Lantern running back. And then they told him, take it off. We're going to make you a Red Lantern and be a spy for us. So he became a Red Lantern for a while. And if he takes off the ring, he dies. He he dies. Yeah. So it's one of those things where, and even if you watch the old animated series, Batman Brave and the Bold, Mm -hmm. he was the least likable character because Guy was always getting into fights with everyone. He was the guy. He was the Green Lantern that you wanted to beat the hell out of with a baseball bat because of the fact he was such a cocky. Ass it was also his jerk. His, yeah. his ring still had the weakness to wood. I thought it was yellow. I know Alan. There's been Scott two had yeah. wood, and but then there was also yellow. Yeah, I knew the, so, I knew the yellow one. But some lanterns still had the weakness to wood, <laughs> and it was so he could have been taken out by a Louisville slugger. <laughs> 
Well, what was it? Batman, I think, in one of the comics proved he could be the biggest dick of them all mm. by painting the entire everything, even his costume. Yep. Everything was painted yellow yep. just to prove a fucking point. Mm-hmm. So now with that said, I want to move on because we've got a bunch of other stuff. Um, the Echo series came out. Mm -hmm. We're going to we'll go back and talk about what if a little bit into this because it does play a little bit of a part because there was one episode which was an original character created specifically for the What If series. That's the uh, American. The Native, Native American, American one. Um, I forget the character's name. Mm -hmm. But she went, and that one character is supposedly like an ancestor yeah. of Echo. Yeah. Now, how many people are from, of you guys are familiar with the character of Echo? I liked her when she came out in, um, what was it, uh, Hawkeye. Yeah, I thought she was badass. In That's the only way I know of the character right. of Echo. I don't actually know anything about the character, comic book origins wise. Is she even in the comic books? Because I got I I haven't bought like individual issues in years. I usually just go for the trade paperbacks. Yeah, it, it well, that's one of the things that it becomes a little Crazy. interesting. Yeah, Kahori is yeah Kahori Kahori K A. H H O R I. Cohorty. Cohorty? Yeah. Cohorty. Cohorty. Yeah. The way you say it does not sound right at all. Clean your ears. Uh, no. Lose the accent. Yeah. Stop breathing. What's going to happen first? I can stop breathing a lot longer than you can stop with the accent. That's exactly right. Because you need voice and diction. I've. Taking voice and diction with Professor Thomas. And you did I a passed. bad job. No, I passed. I got an A. Then apparently he was a bad teacher. He well, was blind. concerning Un his. What happened? He was blind or deaf. That <laughs> oh, yeah. dude had a Jamaican accent. Yeah. Well, you know. That's the Fadi and mine. Now, see, I went. I, I took voice and diction with Allie Brunel. Unfortunately, she had passed away, mm. but she was actually really good. She actually asked me, why are you even in this class? And. She's like, you don't, we're working on accent reduction and you don't have that heavy accent. So, yeah. Oh, well. I walked in there already ahead of the game. <laughs> I walked in with an A. You walked out with an A. I walked out with an A. And uh, what did you have to do for the A? <laughs> we don't want to know. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. No, I just, sure. I, I, I pronunciated, <laughs> I spoke clearly. Well, can you do that for this show? Can you spell it? I wanted to. No. I can't. Uh, most of us can't. Um, can you? A-N-N-U-N-C-I-A-T-E-D. Enunciated. Okay, I don't even know don't if that's, know that's correct. Right, so. Uh, so we're just going to run with we're it. Gonna, we're going to give them the benefit of the Although, day. if anyone is doing spell check right now, Jimmy, do not do that. Yeah. Uh, no, because we're going to, I want the listeners to be able to give us right their spelling <laughs> of yes. enunciated. And that. Not you, Doug. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Uh, <laughs> I, I, need some, I need some new emails. Yeah. Um, so remember that email address is dragoonslayerpodcast at gmail.com. Dragoon is spelled with two O's. It's all one word dragoonslayerpodcast at gmail.com. Now, let's be clear about something. The Echo series, I had to realize I didn't have to turn off 
my subtitles because I thought Disney Plus turned them on because for some shows I need to turn it on yeah. for mm-hmm. if I'm watching like an anime that they're airing on Hulu, I have to turn the subtitles on because they they're not typically dubbed right away. Mm-hmm. And if I try to watch it on like my Chromebook or the or the website, it's out of sync. When I watch it on TV through the app, it works just fine, but it still need to have the subtitles on. Echo, you needed the subtitles, but they were already embedded because of the sign language. Right. I completely had forgotten that the character of Echo was, was deaf. deaf. So I was just in shock, but I did like how they brought in Daredevil. I liked the way the costume looked. And it did it the original one, like the yellow and no, red no, hole? no. They went with a more red costume, yeah. But it was kind of an amalgamation between the She-Hulk costume and the Netflix series okay. one. Wasn't it in that uh, the She-Hulk one where she went to go get her like super suit, and you saw like his? Yeah, his he gets. Piece? Yeah, he gets the yellow and oh, the yellow and the yellow and red. But, yeah, but the thing was, this one didn't have the yellow. Okay. But it was more like the the style of like the shape of the suit mm-hmm. and like the different pieces, and everyone saying that it's canon now for the Netflix series, which isn't a bad thing. You know, one person says it's canon and it's one thing, but I don't know how Disney's going to take that so far because if the Netflix shows are canon, it kind of leaves a little bit of a hole. Because it's like, okay, are we going to get, like, Jessica Jones and it's going to be the same actress? Is it going to be the same person? Because I know they had problems when it came to Luke Cage. The actor was a little problematic, supposedly, with comments that didn't have anything to do with the show. So it's like, is he going to make a return appearance? You know, are they going to just recast Danny Rand? Because nobody liked Iron Fist. I heard that they're bringing Iron Fist back and they're making it a woman. Well, they, by the end of the second season of Iron Fist, mm-hmm. the mantle had already passed over, so she, it was a woman. I didn't watch Iron Fist. Oh, see, now, yeah. you, how many things did you actually watch? And take your hand away from your mouth when you uh, speak. I haven't watched Iron Fist, so. Or Jessica Jones. I didn't. I'm not into streaming all that much so i wouldn't sit there and binge watch it and that and that makes me always question why do i have you on the show comic relief yes but you have to actually be funny i am funny look the muppets are funnier than you he's yeah. funny looking yeah he, he technically he is a muppet did you see the photo that doug had posted i got no strings to hold me down to make me sweat and make me frown <laughs> thank you yeah. doug once again for that wonderful photo of mike the wee little puppet man on the couch because he is a wee little puppet man silly rabbit tricks are for kids <laughs> i hate you all <laughs> especially doug because he's not here <laughs> i'll tell him what you say, yeah, yeah, uh, oh i know he will uh, but yeah no so Overall, Jimmy, did you see Echo? Of course. And what was your impression of the show? First off, I let me tell you something. I have a um, hearing impaired um, partner employee with me, and she watched the show. 
Okay. And everything. And she was impressed with it. She she writes to me. She's like, there's a new show on TV, Disney called Echo. It had sign language. I'm like, yeah, I know about this. And it was actually impressed that she watched it. It's actually impressed that you're getting people of hearing impaired. You're getting the indigenous people recognized through this. I thought that was very impressive. And you get to see more origin. You get to see more of the country besides New... I mean, Marvel is New York, granted. But yeah. you get to see Oklahoma, okay, yeah, and everything. And you got to see a different point. Plus, you got to see why she went there. Yeah. Which and- is what Rana... And that's the thing. It's, you know, a lot of the shows are in limbo. And I have to say, one thing that bothers me right now is She-Hulk has not been renewed for a second season. As of yet. As of yet. But the problem is, it's one of those shows where er the fans are so stupidly vocal because it's a bunch of people that don't understand. The show was probably the most comic book accurate for breaking the fourth wall. Yep. And... Every Marvel show so far has been a different style for the most part. Now that they finally decided we need to get showrunners because they've made some mistakes by not having everything really make a cohesive overall story. Mm -hmm. So She-Hulk, though, I feel like needs that second season. It's not as bad as everybody wanted to make it out to be. It was great. I think that the biggest issue it had was the problem with the CGI at the last episode. Well, when because you, when they introduced like Hulk's son, Scar, Scar, that was where it was like it didn't look right. It didn't look like the Scar that anyone yeah. was used to. Yeah, didn't even look like the one from Hulk and the Agents of Smash. Mm-hmm. Well, when so, you, you by the end of the season, you blew all your money on her CG on the abomination and everything else. How much money do you have left for decent CG? But then again, I mean, that's the thing. What is it? Uh, Tatiana Maslany or Tatiana Maslany, the one who played. Yeah. She Hulk. She was amazing. Yeah. As in Hulk form or as just regular Jennifer Walters. So, I mean, she was really carrying that entire show and did such an amazing job, mm-hmm. but then you have such a vocal fan base of that a bunch. Oh shit! It's it's the guys who want to gatekeep everything. Mm-hmm. I, I'm okay with making certain changes to things. You know, I just wish like sometimes create a new character. Yeah. Like if Echo is more of a character that was designed more for the show, great. The what if episode that the character was created for that. That, to me, was brilliant because you created a backstory, you created a character. This is something anybody could jump right into. Mm-hmm. Where when they first introduced Miles Morales for Spider-Man, I had problems with it because it's like they're calling him Spider-Man. Right Now, I wasn't following the Ultimate Universe, so I didn't know that they had killed off Peter Parker in that universe. Mm-hmm. But you're still using somebody else, same powers, calling him Spider-Man. I was like, you could have just given him a different name. Right. You know, backstory aside, change it. It's not like Spider-Man was a legacy character, like where Captain America, where you he can hand over the mantle right. to either Bucky or to Falcon. Right. But this was now, 
it's Spider-Man. Everyone knows who Spider-Man is. Mm-hmm. So Civil War. Yeah, yeah, but not even not even that. It's like for the comic book readers in comic general, book readers even they found fa- out in Civil even War. fans outside who had only seen like the Spider-Man cartoons and stuff, they knew it was Peter Parker. Yeah, yeah. And so when you hear Miles Morales. The character's grown on me, Mm -hmm. but it was just, it felt weird having that first character introduction of, hey, you're, if you're not following and you hear, hey, look, there's a new Spider-Man. And then you're like, what? Like Spider-Man 2099, I had no problems with Mm -hmm. because it was 2099. How many years into the future? This was like, wait, we've got, now you've got two people running around with the Spider-Man name. Right. It can get a bit confusing. Mm-hmm. I did like what they did with the Ultimate Spider-Man cartoon show where they name where they called him Kid Arachnid. Yes. So at least then there was like a distinction. So was that the one where he had like the uh we go like to the animal planet with the high evolutionary? No. That was Ultimate Spider-Man though. No. What was that one called? Oh, that was, that was Unlimited. Yeah, that was Spider-Man okay. Unlimited. We don't talk about that. Yeah, no. I thought it was no, that was it, was it was terrible. Yeah, the only thing that they did do in that one that I kind of liked was doing the entire storyline of having John Jameson becoming like a werewolf. Yeah, because that's one of the things that did actually happen to him in the comics. Yep. Now, so far, I will say my opinion of Echo was I enjoyed the show. Mm-hmm. Was it one of my favorites? No. Was I impressed by everything they did and how it tied in together? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I wouldn't put like Echo on like my top five. Would it be in your top 20? Yeah. Yeah. It definitely would. Out of all the series and everything they've done so far, like I don't really shit on the Marvel shows too much. Mm -hmm. Like if I'm going to crap on anything, I'm going to crap on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which it started out good. It started out, then it went wacky. Yeah. Because they tried to tie it in with the MCU and you can't do it if they're not. Like you're making references to stuff that they're not, they don't even know what the hell's going on. Right. And they're talking about Inhumans and the movies never even had a single reference to the Inhumans. Complete Trash was the Inhuman series. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when you have, you know, when one of the characters is Medusa and her hair is supposed to be wild and you cut her hair. Yeah. A living organism on her is her hair and you chopped it it off. And when you have uh, Thunderbolt. Black, uh, black, bolt, bolt, black bolt, black bolt, black bolt. Okay, great. When he stubbed his toe and went, Ooh, and he blew off half of Manhattan, that was cool. But how often can you do that? Yeah. And even the 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 bulldog with the tuning fork in his head. Yeah. Lockjaw. Yeah. Lockjaw. <laughs> yeah. Where so he can transport you everywhere. Yeah. I know this is a really high geek centric episode today. So yeah. Now, I I enjoyed it. So Jimmy, what where would you like? Where would you kind of rank Echo? I'd rank it in a, at least. Above Secret Invasion, first off. Yeah, I wasn't crazy with that one either. No. I mean, it was good, but I was... I no. feel like things are out of order. Yes. Yeah. And but, I think that's one of the reasons why they needed, like, a showrunner. Yes. To kind of, like... But, and they actually call this on... I, th- I hope you recognize. This was a Marvel spotlight. Yeah. So it's to give certain characters the more... spotlight. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Which I enjoyed, and I mean... The Kingpin thing was a little interesting because it brings him back into the fold. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy that the, the show did wrap things into where it's going to go further on down the line. So that's why, like, I would put it in, like, probably, like, out of 20, I would put it at, like, number 11. 
Okay. About that. I'd go to at least 12 or 10. Yeah. Maybe, well, less than 10. Mike? 12, 14. I would stick it in the top 20. I would give it about a 15. Okay. No, that's not terrible. It's not terrible. I mean, it's not terrible, but, you know, it's not one of the things I have to go watch it again. I mean, I actually, I like She-Hulk more than I liked Echo. Yes. So it's, but then again, it was like, I also had issues when, what was it? Captain, not Captain Marvel, Ms. Marvel. Ms. Marvel. Ms. Marvel series came out. I wasn't the target demographic, like I've said before. So it took a little bit for me to get into. Mm -hmm. But once they got rolling, I actually really started to enjoy it. I had a really tough time getting into Secret Invasion. I I just felt I was like dragging my feet. I had an easy time with it. But then again, I liked the change up in the style and it being more of like a spy thriller. Mm -hmm. So it, it was more the ending with the Super Scrolls. Yeah. Where I felt like... It would have benefited from the Fantastic Four. Yes, totally. But that's just me. Um, now, I want to talk. I, I know you said you don't have Peacock, so you haven't checked it out, Mike. It. I haven't seen Ted. But Jimmy and I have both watched the Ted series. Is it Seth MacFarlane doing the voice? Yep, it's still yeah. Seth MacFarlane. Seth MacFarlane. And if you've seen the Orville, mm-hmm. there are at least... Outside of not counting Seth MacFarlane, there are three other actors from the Orville in the show. And, I mean, Scott Grimes. Uh, no. no. <laughs> Scott Grimes, though, like <laughs> playing the father mm-hmm. is fucking hilarious. <laughs> and, I mean, this is the first time like that you see like Ted and Johnny as kids. And like they're it's the first time they're smoking like weed nice. and actually like they're they're doing drugs, they're watching Flash Gordon. It's it's the origin because this is now Ted after he's been famous like been famous. Mm-hmm. He comes back from Hollywood. Yeah, because now they've got nothing for him. <laughs> the father's going off about how much he loves Rocky. The it's you hear all the Boston accents mm. and stuff. I mean, the khakis. Oh no! The the like one, your cousin from Boston. Pretty much, nice and Boston. it's it's one of those things where it's like you can tell it's like John, John before he becomes right. Mark Wahlberg. Mm-hmm. So it's like him as a geeky kind of kid. I mean, they play you. You got through the whole series, right, Jimmy? Yes. So they play into some of the events that took place in the '90s because the entire show is in the '90s. Oh, yeah. So it's they. I'm going to do like a, it's a kind of a spoiler, but not really because it does take place in um, er, the early nineties and (laughs) I remember it happening to me. What, what they turn on the TV for in the last episode and they get distracted because of OJ Simpson car chase. Yeah. So the white Bronco, (laughs) the white Bronco in 1994. Yeah. And I remember being pissed off because I was trying to watch an episode of The Simpsons and it got interrupted. Yep. So that it's like, okay, so it we interrupt this program for a special report. No, that wasn't even. They didn't even bother with that. They just yeah. It's like we're just following this white Bronco. And if you turned it on, like if you if you walked in the room and you have it on, you're like, did I change the channel? And you're trying to find it. It's on every fucking channel. And so it really was one of those moments where it's a moment in history. Although I will say, did you notice who the um, narrator was for the first couple episodes? Please tell me it was Liam Neeson. No, no. not Liam no. Neeson. Um, Patrick Stewart? No. no. 
Okay. Ian McKellen. Ian McKellen. Magneto, even better. They, y- yeah. You figured the movie had Patrick Stewart. Had Patrick Stewart. Stewart. So now we've got Ian Magneto. Magneto. Yep. <laughs> Sir Ian McKellen. How much yeah. did that cost him? Well, he was only there for two episodes. Doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. And which I think you figure that's one day of recording. Mm. <laughs> so he probably did, I would say, with Ian McKellen, probably an hour or two of recording minus setup at time and he was done <laughs> i want to guess maybe 50 to 100 grand give or take on, on the light side uh, maybe it, you know what whatever they paid him it was well worth yeah, it yeah. because i was laughing because at first i was like that's not patrick stewart no and and then i was like when i saw the credits and it said Ian Mc, i was like Oh well, my! He's like okay, best Gandalf. Friends. He's yeah. best friend, so he probably figured, well, what he could do, I could do too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, the thing was too. I know Patrick Stewart has been recording the audio book for his book, which Lynn has, and she's reading and chuckling. <laughs> Patrick Stewart's a guy who's had like such an amazing career. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's got to be tons of great stuff. And if you listen to any of the interviews that they've done with the Star Trek: The Next Generation cast. They said, like, they thought Patrick Stewart was going to be, like, all stodgy and stuff. Yeah. And meanwhile, it's like they're all cracking jokes, saying, like, crazy shit in the meantime. Well, I've seen, like, videos of him, like, in on the uh, oh, yeah. Enterprise. And he's, like, singing the alphabet, dancing all the way around. Oh, yeah. And he comes back and he's like, make it so. Well, that's like the Riker impressions everybody does of walking, sitting down. Yeah. Because Riker never just turned the chair and sat yep. down. He had to make sure it threw his leg over. Leg it was, over it. And yeah. Wraps it around his head. And... Oh, yeah. Well, Riker was the... What was it? Uh, the Kirk of Next Generation because he was screwing everybody? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he, we're not going to give it to the captain this time. Let number one have it. Yeah. No, it's number like one. number one. Yeah, he forgot his name so much you just called him number, number one. one. Number one. Number one. But I now have to the, take a number two. Now, the Ted H. show, though, was absolutely great. I was do- laughing so hard that I was actually choking. <laughs> I haven't done that since Titus, the Titus show. When Christopher Titus had his, his, yeah. his, his, his series. Excuse me. <laughs> Take that outside. <laughs> that was like, Titus was a good show. Oh, Titus was one of those shows that it really, like, I was cracking up. Yep. So... Forgive Jimmy. He's Jimmy Willie back. He's on the phone with his agent right now. Exactly. You know, he's got to make sure we, our family, gets extra publicity. And he's probably going to negotiate a higher salary and a change of wardrobe for season two. Yes, hopefully. Hopefully. Uh, <laughs> change yeah. our shirt now. But yeah, no, Mike, I definitely recommend, if anything, you got to get. I got to get. The, the, yeah, the Peacock. Peacock's not that bad, yeah. uh, like price wise. I think I don't. I'll just get somebody else. I think Danny has it. I'll get his. <laughs> we don't condone this, but oh, uh, we sure. don't condone it. But we, we sure as hell don't stop it. <laughs> hey, listen. Um, at this point, all the streaming platforms are basically cable with extra steps. Yeah, and the price has pretty much gone. So sorry. Yeah, uh, uh, Jimmy's oh, back. We would call uh, station Jimmy, break. Jimmy, uh, we figured that was your agent on the phone. Season two. Will they let you change your shirt? Or yes, is there the, another or, NDA? Or an NDA? Oh no 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 no! We, we we want to try to get on the floor. Oh, so that must be one of the conditions: keep the same shirt on, but you can get on the floor. Oh no, yeah. I had to get rid of that shirt. Oh, you burned it. Um, no no no! You figure he had to have framed it because you know that'll go up for no. auction. auction. Yes. 
That shit was all stained in everything. I thought you laundered it. Yeah. Yeah, they laundered it, but there was still stains in it. There was grease stains. I don't, don't want to know. No, no, no. Eating was eating. Yeah, sure. Now, I want to take... you didn't have a flutter. Yeah. <laughs> now, let's just <laughs> take this real quick. I want to go and jump into what I'm going to call the movies that shaped us. Yes. Because I want to talk about movies and TV shows that shaped our lives. So we're going to pick one episode, one each movie. one movie or one show. We're going to stick with movies to start off with. Mm-hmm. And we picked one for this week. And this is going to be a recurring theme for us. So I wanted to do Police Academy to start things off just right. Yep. Now we're talking about Police Academy 1. Yep. Yes. Out of seven movies. Yes. Mm-hmm. So the first one is iconic. Very. Yes. Now, this was, I think, I didn't realize how fun Bubba Smith would be as (laughs) an actor. And seeing him, now the movie came out, I believe, in in 84. Uh, I believe so. So 1984, because they were pretty consistent up one a year until 89. Moses Hightower. Yeah. I mean, they like the characters were great, and I almost think like you could kind of do that today because yeah. it almost seems like they are 84. open. Yeah, they're opening up a police. The pol- like we can get let anybody be a cop nowadays because <laughs> nobody wants to be a cop. So it's one of those things where it's like the amazing cast. So who is one of your all-time favorite characters in from police academy oh it's a tough one um it's a toss-up larvel jones Larvel. it's a toss-up between larvel motormouth jones and <laughs> carrie mahoney yes because jones just when you first saw him in 84 you didn't realize that was him doing all those sound effects oh I, I, when i saw him doing it I was impressed. Yes. But then finding out later on that he was Gizmo. McRoy. So he's doing like the gremlins voices and stuff and the noises. It like he is extremely talented. Yeah. Yeah. It's a cross between Jones and Mahoney because Jones just brought like the wackiness. But Mahoney had that cool like planning factor. Like I'm going to go do this and let's just do it. Yeah. So you're kind of like, I want to hang and out with And you don't guy. piss him off. Yeah, no. he will get his revenge on yeah. yeah. Now, so, Jimmy, for you, you're going to say the same thing, or? I'm going to say Jones. It goes Jones, Mahoney, and even Tackleberry. See, now, I, I, I love, as a kid, I love Tackleberry because he was, it seemed like he was trying to play the straight man. Yeah. But he was just so awkward. Yeah. And his love of like the guns, mm-hmm. guns, yes. With seeing plural. seeing him like take the gun in the firing range sequence. Follow me. It's like follow me, follow and he goes me. behind with the shotgun. Come <laughs> comes out from behind, and like and just blows shit up. Yeah, you were just like, oh my god. Yeah. Now it it's hard to make a movie like that nowadays. <laughs> Hooks. Back. Hooks every is, movie. Yeah, Hooks's voice was a so squeaky. Me. And then but then all, she went from being really mousy by the by the end w- of the first one. Once she became like assertive. Mm-hmm. Up, shut your mouth and sit down. <laughs> and, and then she went back to the mouse mode. 
Although yes. I do have, I have to say it was, um, I think everybody in 84 had a sexual awakening from Callahan. Leslie Eastbrook. Oh, yes. yeah. And from my, from what I can tell, she still looks I'm amazing looking at today. 74. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. She looks amazing. She was, I would have to say. And it doesn't look like she had any plastic surgery on the no. face. No. She, like, I remember seeing the movie as a kid. Probably I shouldn't have been watching it, but probably. I do remember watching it. For those it. playing along at home. So now Callahan was that character where you, you, it was like, if you hadn't hit puberty yet, you would, you did by the end of the film. Oh yeah. I literally think at four years old, I hit puberty. Yep. Um, <laughs> what's this? Oh yeah. It was like, I can't oh. there's a reason for all the things I've done. And, uh, she's part of it. Who's she's, next? I she, am. I am. Police Academy is the movie to, that. I can start blaming things for. And it's funny because when you first saw her, yeah. you were like, oh, what a bitch. But then she kind of grew on you. And then they, I like the way they kind of changed her character from the first one to the last yeah. one. Well, because I honestly thought like she was going to be one of those characters that was going to be more on Mouse on, what was it, Mauser? No, Mauser. Mauser was, and one. it was um, Harris. 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 So Harris was the first one. Harris was the, the first, first, yeah. first and first and fourth one. First, first and, and fourth, fourth, and I think he took over after and stayed after. Mm -hmm. But yeah. two and three were Mauser. Mauser, yes, Mauser was two and three. Yeah, it. I I was recently watching like I I watched one to Citizens on Patrol. Boom, so, boom, but, um, but yeah, so that, that's Citizens that's one of the reasons why I was like I think this is a good movie to start off with. Because I mean, let's face it. How many times did in that movie was all the different sound effects like seeing Jones sitting in his in his like little dorm room and he's like playing video games, but there's, there's no, no video, video game, games. no TV. He's just and you and remember, game over. He, yeah, remember, he was in Spaceballs. Yes, leaps and creeps. What? What? No? What? Yep. That's not all he's seen. That's not all he's lost. So it was like there were so many funny moments in there. So I got to ask each one of you guys, what was the moment that you thought was the like the standout thing that made you like really crack up laughing? Then or now? Now, because I'm sure like as a kid, you were laughing at all of it. Yeah. Laughing as, at all of it, understanding about half of it. Yeah. Now as an adult, understanding all of it or most of it. Most um, of it. Um... I don't know. I mean, I, I keep. I mean, the scene when the two in the first one, when uh, the two uh, bully cops got the head shaved, run into the Blue Oyster. Yeah. <laughs> the Blue Oyster bar was literally yeah. in every movie. It was. But the first time there was even it. one in the Russia one. Yes. <laughs> but just that music. But uh, I think right now when you see Harris coming down the street on the dirt bike. <laughs> and somebody cuts him off, and he goes flying headfirst into the rear end of the horse, and you see the horse's eyes pop out. And then there's Mahoney. Oh, my God! Somebody call a veterinarian! <laughs> and then, like, the next scene they're doing, they're at roll call, and he and Harris goes to Mahoney. He goes, you didn't tell anybody, did you? And they're like, not a soul. And as he's walking up the line, people are snickering behind him. And then he, as soon as he walks past Jones. <laughs> now, now, Jimmy, what about you? 
<laughs> if he could stop <laughs> laughing while well, between that and the target range. Yes. That was the yeah. best. And <laughs> when um when they caught had the riot. Yeah, the riot was funny. The riot was fun, but I, I gotta say for me, one the thing that recently made me like really crack up was when they decide when they were like trying to get them in trouble. So they went and they hired the, the hooker. hooker. Yeah. And they get the hooker <laughs> under the podium um, while he's giving so, a speech. So Lazard giving his speech and it's like you can just see the moment. Yep. And at that very moment, it's like and then at the end as he walks away, Mahoney, Mahoney sticks, sticks his, his head, head up, up first. And it, it's like, ah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, no, no. <laughs> it was like, please tell me that wasn't what I think it no. was. <laughs> So it was like that to me was one of those moments where I was, was like, yeah. And the funny thing is you can't get away with half of that shit now. Yep. The head up the horse, Peter would be on your ass in half a second. Well, no, no. The, the head up the the horse's rear you can get away with because editing tricks and stuff. Yeah. So, you know, there'll but be that. still some, I mean, even if you didn't see it then, somebody was like, oh, that's offensive. You can't do that to an animal. No, no. What was offensive was Conan when you went and you had the guy having sex with the camel. You don't see it in the full screen version that we all saw as kids on TV. Watch it in widescreen on DVD or streaming now. No, and you'll, not now. <laughs> no, no. no it, Sorry. It, no, it's literally still there. They didn't edit it out or anything. It's Con- when Conan and the other guy are coming down and they're because they're drunk. You sit and like they see the guy with the camel. The guy's behind the camel humping away. And it's like, Conan, 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 what day is it? (laughs) They are literally like, you see them, like they're drunk and they're laughing, but they see it because that same camel comes back in the second Conan movie. He wants more. No, and he punches him because the camel spits on him. I would spit on him too. So he punches the camel. See, that you couldn't get away with punching the camel. You put on a carton of damn cigarettes. Boom. Yeah, Joe Camel. So, I mean, but that's the thing. It was, it's like, you can't do some of that stuff today, but there's some of it you can definitely yeah. get away with. It's more the sensibility behind it. Because mm-hmm. comedy is, this is one thing that I love about comedy. It pushes boundaries and it can make you feel uncomfortable, but just uncomfortable enough where, laugh. you're, where you're laughing. Right. You know, it's like the German word for taking misery in the unhappiness and misfortune of others. Oh, Schreidenfrauda. Hmm? Schreidenfrauda. We don't say that word. Um, <laughs> what word don't we say? We don't say the mustache man. <laughs> oh, okay. Do you know the mustache man? Do you know the mustache man? <laughs> Mario. Um, <laughs> the, 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 the German Mario. Um, yeah, we're going to leave that there because that was not a good joke. And, um, and I'll admit that when I'm myself. <laughs> But no, so it, but there is the word, and of course, it's a German word for taking misery and pleasure in the unha- in the unhappiness of others. Schadenfreude. Sounds like something you can get at a restaurant with sauerkraut and pierogies. Do you know how I learned that word? German class? No, the play Avenue Q. There's oh. an entire song because they have, they have it, they have a, female a black female playing gary coleman in there because why wouldn't you well you weren't going to get gary coleman yeah i know but about michael 
what you're talking about, boys. But it's uh, Gary Coleman is the yes. the character is supposed to be pl- being portrayed and is the landlord for the building on Avenue Q that they live in. And they even make references of selling the, Gary Coleman selling his stuff online on eBay to make money since the parents stole all of his money from being a kid. Yep. So real events, folks, real events that actually happened. Sad, but true, but yes. So it, you know, we can get away with a lot of stuff, but comedy becomes very difficult nowadays. If everyone's going to be, please stop. Thank you. Are you, we really need to get you a quiet fidget spinner. If I, if I give you a stand, you'll find a way to start playing with that too. No, I tried last time and you found a way to find something to fidget. Anyway, got to hang the mic from. Listen, if I got to give him a boom mic, we've got problems (laughs) more than I, than I'm willing to admit. Um, if you'd like to contribute to getting Mike a boom mic so he'll stop fidgeting, Doug, we know we're Doug, we know it's you, so it's somebody else. Yeah. Um, you can contact us and we'll let you know how you can help contribute to the show at Dragoon's Lair Podcast. That's Dragoon's Lair Podcast at gmail.com. Dragoon is spelled with two O's. It's all one word, Dragoon's Lair Podcast at gmail.com. I think I've shilled that email address enough this episode that I because I felt like I was lacking for the last few. Yeah, you you you, you made up for any lacking. Yep, I usually do. Mm-hmm. Now, with that being said, we've had some. We've had a lot of fun yeah. on this episode. Mm-hmm. You know, and we want to thank everybody. This has been a great start to the new year. Mm-hmm. The like le- the last episode was a lot of fun. Yeah, and I think the three man format is working very well. If we go back to two, Mike, I'm sorry, but you will be cut from the uh. <laughs> rotation. You will come back as an occasional guest. Oh, the tribe has spoken. Yeah, uh, Doug pretty much has spoken because he's the one voting online. And remember, folks. He's the only one. Yeah. you. If you're listening on Spotify, we do have polls on Spotify's webpage. If you scroll down to the bottom, you can tell us what you, your thoughts about the show as well as also voting in the weekly almost bi-weekly poll so please vote in those polls leave us a review on spotify itunes iHeartRadio. we appreciate it It helps other people find the show and most importantly of all we, we we enjoy doing this you know i poke fun at mike a lot but mike's got a production coming up uh so how's that how did the casting go because you brought that up in the last episode uh we we managed to cast everybody in two days. We did two days of, ca- of auditions. We nailed out half on the first night, the other half on the second night. We did a table read this past Wednesday, which went okay. We had our first rehearsal last night. A um, few hiccups aside, because we had to do a lot of re- rearranging of the schedule because just, you know, little things that popped up. Um, so we're going to be rehearsing. Snow. No, 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 a uh, conflict of uh, days. Okay. So we had to rewrite everything, but um, we're doing going to rehearse two days a week. We had our first real rehearsal last night. Went well for our first rehearsal. We have, out of the 10 character cast, I would say about 70 people said, I've never acted before. 
And I'm like, and this is, we're doing Murder on the Orient Express. I'm like, and this is the show you decide to cut your teeth on? Wow. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, holy shit. And even the producer was like, you have your work cut out for you. I'm like, no shit. But a lot of them, a lot of the people, you know, they took the direction well. Um, they, I have a lot, a lot to work with. So it's, I, I, we're going to pull it off. All right. Well, you know what? I will give you a compliment right now. So everyone be, seriously, I, I do not do compliments to Mike at no. all. So, but I do have to give you credit because when we did film the comic book Jones movie, you proved that you are an actor's director. You can give the information that you want to get from an actor, you're able to pull that performance out. And I've seen you do it where I'm more technical mm -hmm. and I'm all about the technical side. You are able to actually get the information across. So I got to give you a lot of credit for that one. Thank so you. the I'm pretty sure for a play, you're going to be able to get a good performance. So yeah. well, and where, where and when can people see the show? We Murder on the Orient Express goes up the first two weekends in March, March 1, 2, and 3. That's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And 8, 9, and 10, that's the following weekend. The Friday and Saturday shows are at 8. Sunday shows are at 2 at the Little Victory Theater. Staten Island, New York, on the corner of Victory and Wild Avenue. You can get tickets at showticks4u.com. There you go. And, Mike, how can they reach out to you otherwise? You can get me at uh, Smoke Signals. You can send out carrier pigeons. Or if you want to get technical, you can find me on Facebook at Michael Schiavo. And you can also find me on Facebook at Hamster Pellet Productions. You can hit us up. You hit the podcast up on Instagram at, oddly enough, the Dragoon Slayer Podcast. And you can follow Hamster Pellet Productions on Instagram at, oddly enough, Hamster Pellet Productions. And Jimmy, you know, you've you got your run on TV going on. This has been a great start of the year for you, Mr. I'm on TV how many times a week now? <laughs> Listen, we're on one time a week, but this week we had two because we had to follow Anthony on the Emmys. What mama? <laughs> yep. So, I mean, it, it's been a very interesting week for you with the show and everything. So, and now, how can people get in touch with you and let you know how well you're doing on We Are Family? Hashtag the WAF, W-A-F 100. Type that in. Let us know you're watching any of us online. You can catch me on Instagram at James H underscore the fourth. You can catch me, James Haynes the fourth. On Facebook, you can catch me here at the Dragoon's Lair Podcast. And you can also catch me on Snapchat at JamesSI0925. All right. Um, remember, Wednesdays at 9, right after Can You Hear My Voice. And how else? Hulu? Hulu. But also <laughs> <Wow>. what they <laughs> don't. Yeah, I'll say it. Say I don't it. care if they say, if you don't have Hulu and you watch regular TV, whatever your cable provider is, go on demand. Ooh. But if you do have Hulu, you can watch it the next day, correct? Yes. All right. You know, given that free plug, that's right, free plug. Um, if you'd like to advertise 
with us and sponsor the Dragoon's Lair podcast, you can reach out to me, Blue Dragoon 13, on Instagram, on Snapchat, on Threads, because I really yes, don't use I don't use the X Twitter, X Twitter, whatever you want to call it, because I you know I don't like reaching out to X's as opposed to tweeting. Um, but yeah, you can all, you can find me pretty much everywhere, including Twitch. And on the Twitch page, there is a link to the Discord page, so you can join the community there. And you can also send me an email at dragoonslairpodcast at gmail.com. That's dragoonslairpodcast. Dragoon is spelled with two O's. That's dragoonslairpodcast, all one word, at gmail.com. So make sure you reach out to us. Let us know. If you if you like the show, make sure you rate, review. You can watch on YouTube, Blue Dragoon 13, a week after the audio versions come out. We then release the video versions and I will say the latest video episode is available. And even though it is available, we have a wonderful little difference in the audio that week because I put in the footage from Anime NYC oh. of Henry and I wandering nice. around the show floor. Unfortunately, we didn't get a lot more footage that I would have liked. There were some audio issues. Thank you, Henry, for not uh, turning on the microphone. Um, we will eventually introduce you to Henry, our our Asian behind the scenes. Yes. Oh, he he really is. He he, is. You know, he, he's our stagehand. He's our camera guy. He does pretty much. He's our version of Family Guy's Trisha Takanawa. No. Mm -mm. <laughs> oh, he he no. No. How, how can we describe Henry? an Asian version of the Scotsman from Samurai Jack? Uh, yes, that is that is good. That is probably the best description you're going to get, especially when you see him wearing a kilt. Yeah. I, oh, no. Yeah. Oh, yes. yes. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's all you need to say. Yeah, I, I, I don't really have other words oh, for that right. one. With, with the broadsword. Yes. Exactly that. Now, thank you all for tuning in to the Dragoon's Lair podcast. I want to thank you all once again. And um, since we've been having a massive cold front moving through all of this country, and I mean, what was it? Buffalo had, Buffalo to had 60 inches of snow and hired the fans to shovel out their own seats to show the game the next day. Yeah, they paid them 20 bucks an hour. Yeah. And there is footage of one of the guys going and going down with no shirt. In, well, they're in Buffalo. Uh, exactly. So, <laughs> not to not not the brightest fans in the world. Well, it's Buffalo. It's Buffalo. You know. It, well, that, then again, there's not a lot inches, to do up there. Yeah, 16 inches of snow. They're like, oh, this is t-shirt weather. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's the same way. Like you go to Florida and it hits 50 degrees, and they're wearing. Full yeah. like sweaters and all sorts of like yeah, gloves and everything. Gear and like no, stop it. Yeah, no, you're you're making me feel bad. Mm. Um, with that being said, we want to make sure that you guys stay warm. So our best recommendation is get yourself a nice glass of hot chocolate. You know, get yourself a nice book. Turn on a podcast. 
preferably this one. America's favorite podcast. Binge all of our episodes that are available on YouTube. Well, there's we're on YouTube, but where are we on, Mike? Spotify. Spotify. And we are on Spotify. iHeart. Amazon. He hearts the Amazon. Instead of iHeartRadio, he hearts the Amazon. I know. But we're on iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio, iTunes, Apple Podcast, as well, and our home of Spotify. And then on YouTube as well. Yes. So let us warm the cockles of your heart and enjoy a good time with us. So with that being said... I'm not going to do the normal tag. I want to see if Jimmy can do it this yeah. time. Take so, us Jimmy, out, Jimmy, take us out. Take us out. Ladies and gentlemen. You don't he can't have do nothing. No, he's I got, can't do he's it. shaking got, his head. I can't do no, it. He gave like, ladies and gentlemen. You don't have to go home, but you, you can't, can't stay, stay here. here. Later. Bye. Peace.